Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now we are a proud member of the 143 podcast network the Cheers to Comics podcast is proudly affiliated with NSCLiveTV.com. That's No Signal Comics. NSCLiveTV.com. Find the Cheers to Comics podcast on channel 34 of NSCLiveTV.com. No Signal Comics. The best in auction action. Well, hello again, Slurds. Welcome back to the Cheers to Comics podcast. I am your host, Brian Wayne, and this is Creator Corner. The creator that I cornered on this here episode is a Mr. Ahmed Alamin. Now, Ahmed Alamin, you may not recognize his name quite yet, but you will. You will. Once his Indiegogo kick... or not Kickstarter. Indiegogo kicks off... Um, yeah, no, I have no doubt it's going to be fully funded, and, oh, good stuff, man. Uh, this is actually a story, when I heard it, it was, it really struck with me, because I really did, as I say throughout this, this, uh, podcast, like I say, it was something that I kind of attempted myself, and I was talked out of it, and he was much braver than I am, and it already looks like he created something much cooler than I could ever do, or thought of doing. So, um, yeah, no, I, I can't wait for you to learn all about Ahmed Alamin. But first, you know, I got to tell you where to get comics, right? And that's Hooked on Comics. Hooked on Comics. Now, you find them on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Tuesdays at 6 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, I'm sorry, not Thursdays. Tuesdays and Saturdays. <laughs> Tuesdays at 6 Eastern, Saturdays at 7 Eastern. And uh, it is just the best auction action that I... Yeah, you can find on Tuesdays and Saturdays at 6 and 7. I just, <laughs> that's all there is to it. And uh, even further than that, I, frankly, I, I love Hooked On Comics. I do. I'm proud to have them as a sponsor. And it's a great way to get comics without having to leave the house, man. I know there's still a lot of people, even though things are opening up, people are still a little afraid. And I totally understand that. So jump on Hooked On Comics. Now, you do so by going to nsclivetv.com. You can find Hooked On Comics on Facebook. So join their group. Um, follow their page, and then you can also find them in the uh, Cheers to Comics Facebook group as well, because you know I'm sharing all that goodness out. So once again, Tuesdays at 6 Eastern Time and Saturdays at 7 Eastern Time, and beyond that, they throw out some pretty awesome just $5 um, bin bids and stuff too. Uh, not necessarily bids, but just $5 bids 
been books is what I'm trying to say. Um, so as long as you're following those groups, you'll get those feeds, man. Uh, it's, 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 <laughs> there's always some amazing stuff. So, um, yeah, man, support those that support this podcast. And, you know, I'm talking about Hooked on Comics. And thank you, NSCLiveTV.com, for bringing me it, bringing me this great sponsor. So, uh, now, without further ado, i got to bring to you Mr. Ahmed Alamin. Ahmed Al-Amin, how are you, sir? I'm fine, how are you? I am excellent, I am excellent. Uh, I was happy that you reached out to me. Um, I'm, I'm always welcoming to uh, independent creators. I think that's a big reason why I do this podcast, is creators like you uh, needing just some sort of uh, step, or some sort of pedestal to get your, get your creations out there. And when you approached me with this particular Epics of Enkidu, is, am, I, am I saying that right? Epics of Enkidu? Yeah, yeah, yeah uh, that's what it's called. Yeah, and you told me about this premise. Uh, it was something that was actually near and dear to my heart. I'll I'll get to that more in a second. Uh, but uh, yeah, no, I'm I'm happy to have you on. How are you right now? Calling all the way from Kuwait. Uh, I mean, what 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 is the? I mean, I I have to bring up the c word, the the coronavirus. I mean, what is the state of Kuwait right now? And I mean, as a comic book creator, I mean everything. How how are things over there? Give us the listeners a little bit of insight. Well, uh, we're in quarantine at the moment, of course. Everyone's staying at home, uh, and uh, it's kind of a an upside for creators because you get more time to. Uh, work on your on your uh, on your writing on your on your uh, in my case in my comic, so it's a, there's a positive and negative at the same time, you know. Yes, no, I, I'm glad that you're one of the ones that are taking the 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 time to actually work harder, and not say, well, most of everybody else doesn't really have to work right now, so I'm just going to kind of take me a little mini vacation and blah 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 and. I mean, sure. I mean, the, a lot of creators deserve that, but the ones that stand above and will be the the ones recognized, I would say, the cream rises to the top, are going to be the ones working even harder right now. So it's it's refreshing to hear that someone like you, new to the industry, is uh, yeah, <laughs> on that level. So that's 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 awesome. Um, now before uh, we're we're done with the corona stuff that's out of the way <laughs> we're going to we're going to talk we're we're going to make the yeah right we're going to make this uh, a pretty positive podcast for the the remainder of this um uh, so before we jump into your particular story uh I'd like the listeners to get a little bit of insight as to you and your history with comics as a creator and just in uh, comics in general so I gotta know um what what was it that got you into comics? How old were you when you remember um first falling in love well um well I remember I was i think eleven years old uh, it was in the mid nineties I mean, I didn't look at, at the comic medium as, I mean, I used to look at it as, uh, you know, like something most of our kids, even though I was 10 years old, a, a kid at the time. But I remember I read this um, Batman versus Alien comic, and that's when mm -hmm. I saw the potential for a wider audience, and, and I was really drawn to it. I remember that this is the moment I, I thought, yeah, comics are awesome, you know. Um, but but when did I get actually into into doing comics, into into actually drawing and doing and and becoming more invested in it, was um, 
after watching uh, a motion comic, actually, it's uh, a very a masterpiece of motion comics. It's called the uh, Balkan Saints. Uh, it, it was really amazing the story, the way it was told. And um, I remember after I saw that motion comic, I thought this is something I want to do. And and um, at, at the time, I was a writer. Actually, I was in my mid twenties. And but but because no one wants to work as an artist for free. That's when I, I learned how to draw myself and how to do the motion comic myself, how to do the, the uh, motion through After Effects and other softwares. Uh, and that's how I became uh, more invested in, uh, in comics until I came with the idea of the Epics of Enkidu um, earlier last year. Uh, and it was inspired by my nephew, who, who, I, who actually has autism. Yes, so let's let's talk about this. Um, now, the the reason uh, that I say that this this idea was close to me is because um, I I have always found uh, an a fascination with with the autistic community. There's always something that has drawn me to that. Uh, I, I I it's just an admiration that I can't I can't quantify and explain. I really can't. Uh, I truly believe that it's it's a superpower in its own end. Uh, they're 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 the next level. We should aspire to be more like them. I, <laughs> that's just how I that's just how I, uh, I I've always looked at things. Um, almost uh, it's gonna sound uh, a lot of people may cringe when I say this, but almost envious in a way. Um, as as how I've looked at it. So there was actually a point in time where I was drafting an idea for a superhero comic book team myself uh, uh, centered around an autistic superhero and when I pitched it to five different friends of mine they said You're, this is career suicide for you don't do this don't do this you don't have the ends to do it you don't have the means you don't have anybody in that community directly tied to you um, the way you want to do it is going to be so lighthearted that it's going to come off as a comedy and a parody and you're just you're 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 gonna come off as a bully, even though those are not my intentions at all. So I scrapped the idea. You came at this and approached this with all of the things that I didn't have to make it work. So, <laughs> um, uh, uh, once again, I guess I'm a little envious, but uh, I'm 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 so happy to read this, man. I, I can't wait to read it. This is something that. Um, you're, you're campaigning for here. This is, uh, right now we're, you could pre-register for the Indiegogo and all this, but before we get into the plugs and the, all of that, tell us everything about Epics of Enkidu. Yeah, sure. Um, well, before I go into that, um, I mean, if you still have this idea, I, I really encourage you to do it. Your comic, the one with the, with the autistic <laughs> character. If you ever had the chance to do that, you you do it. Don't don't listen to other people. You know. Well, I appreciate that. Yeah. So the epics of Enkidu, um, it's actually a, a comic that features a superhero who happens to be autistic, um, and it is also uh, a sequel to the oldest story ever found in human history, the epics of Gilgamesh. I'm not sure if you heard about this uh, epic. I have heard of it, but I I'm not as familiar with it as I'd like to be. Yeah, well, it's uh, in general, it follows this uh, orc Mesopotamian king named Gilgamesh uh, with his adventure with, with his companion Enkidu. Um, while I was reading this epic, 
and I read it, um, I, I revisited this epic many times. I, I was more drawn into Enkidu. You know, in the beginning of the story, Gilgamesh starts as a bad guy, as a tyrant king who, who even his people don't like him and even the gods hate him. And it was this character, Enkidu, who changed him and make him a, a better person, you know. And it made me think, and not only he's, he's a good guy, this Enkidu character, he's also, a, he was able to change a bad guy and made him into a better person. And I see all this goodness in him, in my nephew. And that's why, why I was really drawn to this character. And even his, in, the, in, the, um, in the epic, in the poem, he was described as, uh, as odd, the way they describe him. He, he didn't feel like a normal person, you know? And uh, that's why it made me think, oh, well, if I just made a twist on that epic and made it, you know, in, in my own, and I decided to make this uh, Epic of Gilgamesh and set it, uh, I'm sorry, Epic of Enkidu, and uh, set it in a more modern, uh, in a modern setting, you know? So that's how the general idea of, of the comic, actually. Um, so about uh, this character, uh, yeah, you have a question? <laughs> sorry. Well, it, it, it sounds incredible, it does. After you're laying out all of that, you know, then you put that in a modern world as a sequel. I mean, it just... <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, the more you talk, the more interested I am in this. So please keep going. <laughs> oh, sure, sure. Now, most people ask me, how, how is autism is a superpower, you know, other than, of course, in the poems, in the poems, it is mentioned that he's very strong. But my twist on autism in this, uh, in this comic is the character's brain works so fast that everything, everything around him moves too slow. And uh, this makes him social odd and interacts with the world differently. Um, but at the same time, it helps him analyze things and see, th see patterns of everything around him. So he can anticipate everything. So he can see things that can happen before it happens. Uh, pretty handy when he's in danger, but it's, it's, uh, it's, it, it, it poses a challenge when you try to communicate with him. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's my twist. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm sure you heard about this uh, guy, Kim Peek, the one who inspired uh, uh, Rain Man. Have you heard about mm -hmm. this movie, Rain Man? Yes. Yeah. Oh, it's it's one of my all-time favorites. Yeah, um, that character, Kim Peek. I mean, uh, he can read uh, like a, a one page. It took him a couple of seconds to finish. Uh, and he can retain 98% of the information. So his brain works fast, and, and he's also another inspiration of the com for the comic, uh, because his brain works so fast, he can read each page in a, in, a, in a second or a couple of seconds. That makes me think, wow, well, that's, that's kind of cool thing. So if I can employ that, that uh, feature in, a, in my, my character, in my hero, that will be also awesome. You know, so that's yeah. I, I can uh, that that's an incredibly useful ability and power to be able to read at that level. I mean, the the amount that one can accomplish. I mean, it, on in so many different scenarios, you're you're really creating this incredibly overpowered character. And if you think about it, you're just using abilities of uh, regular people that walk among us. And that's that's the magical thing about this man. And this is why I've always said. That's the next level. We should aspire. I mean, we shouldn't... Uh, there's uh, us making anybody that bullies or makes fun of that community. I mean, watch out. Watch out. Because, uh, uh, holy shit, man. It's... 
uh, so, uh, it's a it's a powerful it's a powerful thing, and I love that you you incorporated this. It shows that I'm I wasn't insane with my idea. There is somebody else out there that sees this on the same level that I do. Maybe the people the friends that I pitched it to are the narcissist, not me. Uh, <laughs> it's always different in your in your head. You know, when you have an idea in your head, you see it differently. But when you try to tell it to someone else, they they have a different imagination about your idea. So it doesn't doesn't uh, work with them. But if you really you know believe in that idea, just just go for it. You know, that's I always say to everyone who has a good idea. Even if I didn't feel like it's good when they when they pitch it to, for me, I just tell them to work on it. You know. Yep. So show me the end, the end results, yeah. Well, I'm glad that you're creating the thing that I don't have the time to make anymore because now I still get to, in some way, distant shape and form, enjoy something that I wanted to be able to enjoy. So, uh, yeah, no, all the more reason why I'm I'm so happy to have you on the show, Ahmed. Uh, this is... Uh, I, I really do love the premise for this book. Um, now, what are your uh, what are your goals? Well, absolutely. What are your uh, what are your goals with this uh, with this? I mean, how far is this going to be? Like a mini story or mini series, six issue type of deal? Um, is it going to be an epic where we can expect a sixty issue type of deal and then print it in an omnibus? I mean, what? How far do you want to go with this? It sounds like it's got an endless uh, opportunities. Uh, exactly. I mean, I mean, the the oldest version of the story was found 2000 BC. That's more than 4,000 4, years ago. So I have 4,000 years of history to play with, you know. So yeah, oh, wow. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So 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 the the uh, the story has is, is limitless. Uh, but at the same time, I don't like to write something that never ends, you know. So um, gotcha. mainly, I, yeah, exactly. So mainly, I I, I planned. Uh, the first three volumes, already I have planned that them. Uh, I have a beginning and ending, but I didn't plan how many vo volumes uh, I'm gonna write to reach to that ending. You know, so yeah, I mean it has so many possibilities and and so many actually side stories can be written uh, because I have a lot of uh, different diverse characters from other myths. You know, and um, yeah, actually um, one of the things I, I, I'd like to do in, in this comic. Uh, in, in the campaign, in the Indiegogo campaign, is um, one of the perks is to the people who pick him, pick it, is to name the character after them and choose uh, a, a, a mythical character from their own history. So, so that's what I meant when I say they, they are, it's limitless because I can create different character from different mythology and set them all in the same world. That's oh, that's incredible! I can't wait for this thing to start, just so I can go through and pick which tier. Ah, oh, man, I'm already thinking of names and stuff. I am, I am. Uh, you, I mean, obviously, you have my backing. I mean, that's. I would never have anybody on my show and not back their project. I have people on my show because I believe in them. I tell plenty of people no, because eh, not everything's you know what I believe. And there's there's some things I believe that deserve more recognition than others. Let's put it that way. There's a lot of people making things and a lot of people that are making great things that, uh, because of the the vast <laughs> ocean that they're in. They don't get that ability. So um, when I do bring people onto the show, it's because I, I believe in the project and the creator. So no, you obviously ha have my backing. I've never actually, I've always done Kickstarter. I've never backed on Indiegogo. Is there a, I mean, from a creator, an indie creator's perspective, is there, do you, uh, what made you go with Indiegogo? 
Uh, well, it's, it's, I kind of I don't have a definitive answer, um, but the reason why I went there, um, I remember there's this movie. Uh, it's called Hardcore Henry or something like that. Yes, it's like the first person. I, I've yet to see it, but I've yeah, okay. Yeah, uh, it's uh, it's actually funded by Indiegogo, and I don't know when I thought should I pick this. Or should I pick Kickstarter? I, should I be pick Indiegogo? I didn't know uh, which one. I, I looked at the layouts and I don't know. For some reason, I was drawn to Indiegogo when I saw the layout, how the comics are presented. When you try to, right to look for a project back. So I thought, okay, I'll just go with that one. I just went with my guts on this. So, yeah. Cool. Oh, I mean, I'm not judging by any means. I was just out of curiosity. I thought, well, everybody's ever done Kickstarter. Maybe this guy knows something nobody else does with Indiegogo. But, all right, cool. <laughs> so as far as your writing process goes, you have this endless world to play with. How do you make the decisions of where to go next? I mean, do you just have a giant wall of fantasy and blindly throw a dart and say, hey, we're going, we're going to play in that world for a bit, or... And do you meticulously weave it through, or do you just let... I mean, how how do you make that decision when you have so much to play with? Well, um, you know, I have a... Uh, like, in, in my... Uh, in my... Uh, the room I use to, to write, actually, I have a special special room I use to write in. Uh, has a, I have a shelf that have five levels of shelves, and uh, each shelf is full of notebooks with different ideas. And uh, every idea I have, I recorded there since 2007. So I have a, a full a, sh a full shelf of ideas. And that's how I do, I'll approach everything. Uh, and at the same time, I have another shelf that have that I used to put books, research, and everything. It's filled with Mesopotamian, uh, uh, Japanese myths, Chinese myths, and everything. And uh, I, I do my research there, and everything I find, I just put it on the note and, and kind of I, like I kind of have uh, some kind of a, a collecting ideas, you know, I'll just collect ideas. And on the other side of the notes, uh, I uh, frame the story. So this is how I, how, how I approach my, my ideas. And uh, once I have the A, B, C till Z, that's when, uh, that's when I start to write them on, on, on the computer, you know. And this is my, 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 my method. This is my approach on, on my ideas. But mostly that's, the that's research. Incredible. Is my most interesting part is though, and writing is the research. I love it. So I mean, you you seem like a highly intelligent guy. I mean, tell us what's your education level at, man, because I, I am I am extremely intrigued. I mean, how, how you've got to have all of the degrees. I mean, <laughs> am I talking to? I mean, <laughs> um, actually, no, no. I'm, um, uh, my degree is actually uh, I have a master's in in orthodontics. <laughs> Yeah. You, so this is my you know, educational degree. Yeah. You 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 put braces in people's mouths and then you do this when you get home. This is the, the they couldn't be. I mean, there's not a whole lot of creativity when it comes to orthodontics, I would imagine. And so I mean, that probably is actually a good thing. So you get to funnel all of that, build up all that creativity when you're you know tightening and clamping down someone's face, and then. You you go home and then you just unleash it all on paper and that's that's amazing. Uh, yeah, you know, uh, actually a good wow. part of uh, a good part of story creating is when you zone out when you when you don't do what you're supposed to be doing. Um, it, 
it helps your subconscious to to form the idea and best ideas come from the subconscious so sometimes when i'm when i'm walking at, at at the at the clinic or when i'm jogging or when i'm not actually thinking about my ideas that's when my best ideas pops out suddenly you know so yeah <laughs> That's that's awesome, man. Uh, see, so yeah, you seem like such a smart guy. You have all of the, you know, all of this knowledge about uh, all all of this fantastical stuff, and you and you have a master's in orthodontics. Yeah, I don't know. It's you, I can't wait to see what what this what this comic world brings to you. Um, so once it's funded on Indiegogo, and I say once it's funded because there's no chance that it's going to fail, um, do you plan on maybe pitching this to? Uh, <laughs> do you plan on maybe pitching this to uh, any publishers at all, or do you want to just? I mean, because everything's really weird right now with publishers. I mean, the, the days of all uh, distribution, distribution, and all that. I mean, that's 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 a coin that's still flipping up in the air right now. Who knows when that coin's gonna land? So, um, uh, is that something that you're just not focused on right now, or let's maybe go back six weeks and did you have a plan to, before all of this, or I mean, where are you at on that? Well, my plan is the same as before six months ago. For me, I've taken it baby steps. First, I want to make the comic. I want people to see that I have something interesting, you know. So, because if you pitch. Anyone, if you're, I'm a stranger to them. I'm just this Iraqi guy who's married to a Chinese woman, and who creates a comic book out of nowhere. I mean, they they're not going to be attracted to me suddenly, you know. But but if I did this Indiegogo, if I if I attracted more readers, if more people say, yeah, we want that, eventually they're going to find me, you know. So this is what I'm, what I'm my, my my plan from the start. So first of all, I'm just going to start this Indiegogo. I'm trying to build my own fan base and then we'll see about the the big guys and the big company publishing companies uh, hopefully they're gonna have me yeah. uh well i think there's i think once this gets out there uh, with this premise of this story man and you get enough of the story told to be able to you know show them some finished project all you know and, and pitch it proper uh, i think that they're gonna be fighting over you i think this is a great story <laughs> I, I i do it's unique there's nobody else out there doing this and take it from a guy that would read 30 books every week for you know that's what that's what my homework was i mean i was the biggest comic or wednesday warrior on new comic book day i mean this is what i do i read books and this is i've never it's there's nothing out there like this i have not read this i have not read the autistic superhero that's more overpowered than um any human should be and he's just got regular abilities that people on the everyday surface tend to actually uh, on some twisted level even make fun of so this is this is gold man this is gold i can't wait to see where this takes you and i'm i'm actually um i'm kind of patting myself on the back for being someone that said yes early <laughs> because i'm going to be able to say hey, I, I was i remember <laughs> i remember i was one of the first guys that backed his indiegogo um yeah man i'm 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 excited i'm 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 super excited for you man
Uh, you uh, made me more excited about my work. <laughs> well, I mean, so I think creators need that. I do. I think creators need to, uh, that, that boost to confidence and let, need to let people know. Because especially right now, when there really is not a whole lot of social interaction occurring, I mean, yeah, sometimes you, you need to be assured that what you're doing is is still the right thing and you should continue on doing it. And yeah, man, I have no problem being that person for this moment until you move on to the next podcast and they tell you the same thing and then so on and so forth but uh yeah this is uh i'm i'm, I'm happy for you man i i really uh, so w what's the plan as far as uh the the release of this as uh, as far as a date goes when does the campaign kick off and when do you plan on getting this in our hands so we can read it well the campaign will start the on the 15th of may uh it's gonna run for 30 days hopefully we get everything in order and uh, Indiegogo they they give us the funds uh, within 15 days so let's say a month later is going to be the preparatory thing uh, during that time me and uh, my artist uh, who's doing the uh, the sketch and the inking his name is Felix Torres uh, he's from Chile he's, he's an amazing artist uh, we're going to be working on the comic and it will take us around a month to to finish the whole thing so I'm aiming for um, a September or October release uh, but so to, to to do it you know uh, more comfortably you know I'll, I'm gonna do it on October so hopefully it's gonna be on your heads in October and if I if I was able to to get you know to to reach more than what we need uh, I'm gonna be even the second issue at the same time not just the first issue uh, so yeah We'll see. That's incredible. That, that's awesome. That's that's not a bad timeline at all. It's really not. October's right around the corner. It's it's. Uh, I know that's blasphemous to say, but uh, um, it, it really is. It, it's it's when it comes to comics, it's it, it moves so quickly. Uh, I don't know. I'm 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 excited, man. I can't wait to have this. And you're obviously you're going to be putting out digital PDFs as well, so people don't have to wait on the snail mail and all of that. So. Uh, yeah, but I always wait for the physical copy. I do. Um, <laughs> uh, so uh, let's let's talk about Felix, man. How'd you find your artist? How'd that come about? Well, uh, I, I joined a lot of uh, Facebook group uh, artist groups, and um, uh, when I decided to to find someone who can join me in, in my venture, I looked up many other artists and and I found Felix. I saw his art style and it's almost similar to the 2000 AD style and which I like. Uh, so when I contacted him and and I told him about my story, my idea, and, and I showed him the first two issues. Uh, I did the first two issues uh, by myself, just just uh, like a storyboard, you know, like, like a film mm -hmm. storyboard, and I showed him what I had, uh, and he was very interested. You know, and that's uh, and he's a very interesting guy. I mean, I really like him, and that's how how I found Felix and how we, he became uh, my partner in crime. <laughs> that's awesome. You know, I'm finding that some of my favorite collaborations between uh, artists and writers on a random basis always comes from these Facebook groups. Um, I, I've uh, several creators now, and the, the ones that are creating my favorite things. That's how they find their their people, and I I love that this is the age we're in now. Uh, you, you know, you, it, it's it's 
it's almost it's so easy it almost makes it harder <laughs> there's too much to choose from and so many opportunities yeah. <laughs> now yeah you're right but uh choices <laughs> oh man um so uh, how many how many no's did you have to to dish out before uh you y- you found him and realized this is the guy i mean i'm sure there was there's more than more than just him saying let me get in on this well as as you said, there are so many choices. So when I looked down, there were plenty of uh, candidates, and it took me, I think, a couple of two days or three days to fish one out. Actually, there was another artist I found uh, in the beginning, uh, and he was very interested. But but um, later he he told me that his timing and his studies and everything like he he told me he cannot commit. Uh, and commitment is very important for my project. So when I when I found uh, Felix, you know, I I saw his art and I saw how long does it take for him to finish a page and everything. And he's he's pretty talented. And that's when I thought, yeah, that that's the guy. That's my guy. So yeah, it took me a couple of, uh, of days. You know, it sounds like it's not a an, a, it's an easy uh, process, but it's not. It's uh, in these no. couple of days I had to look up for so many artists. <laughs> Yeah, well, I think the two most important aspects that an artist uh, should possess are speed and commitment, and those are the two hardest ones to find, because artists are slow, and they it's so hard to find anybody that's committed to anything these days. So once you, once you do find that, those are the first two things you need to latch on to. Everything else after that, as far as style goes, that that's all stuff that could be worked around um unless you're you completely have a specific style in your head that it has to be in that case good luck finding that artist but uh other than that i mean if you're just fishing for whatever's out there you just want to make sure that somebody's there for the project and i i i like that those are the two things that you you looked for first because that is easily the first thing that i would go to when looking for an artist so it's nice to know that Felix is in, man. I'm, I'm, I'm stoked. I like this style. It's, it's very detailed. It's definitely very stylistic for sure. Um, there's, there's a lot going on, but at the same time, you, you're, you're. It's not muddy, you know. You, you could still make out everything. It's, it's, it's easy. It's easy to, to digest. Let's put it that way. Is he coloring it as well? Yeah. No, He's I'm the colorist. Oh, you're the colorist. Yeah. Oh, nice, man. <laughs> to say because you said you were a bit of an artist yourself you have that background in creating the motion comics and everything so um are, are you are you gonna take this to that, that's that's awesome are you gonna put out some variant covers and stuff of your own i thought about it but but i haven't decided yet what kind of variant okay. cover i'm gonna do but, but yeah most probably i'm gonna do that yeah that's i love to see it i love to see them um I'm, i know i'm gonna be all in on this campaign because i I don't remember the last time I've I've been so excited about the premise of a book because it's so new at the same but it's something that I've been wanting uh, for I mean a few years now so I'm uh, <laughs> uh yeah, I'm all in on this so you should definitely make it I don't know how Indiegogo works but there's stretch goals and Kickstarter so you hit a certain amount and then you keep going and then you get other little bonuses and sh- so yeah no i don't know if indiegogo has that but if that's the case then uh yeah no we 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 need uh 
We need an Alamin variant cover. Let's make it happen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fingers crossed. <laughs> we'll see. Oh, yeah. yeah. Don't worry. This is this is gonna work. I'm gonna. I am your champion on this. I'm gonna be all over it, man. I'm gonna make sure all my people get on it. And yeah, you're good. You're good. This is gonna work. Um. So. <laughs> Uh, so what creating comics outside of the United States? I mean, I is it? I mean, uh, forgive my ignorance, but is it just like you would? I mean, any any other situation, or I mean, is it a little harder because the the industry isn't as big? I mean, I I, I don't know. I'm I'm kind of lost on this. I have to bring it up though because of my ignorance. Well. The thing is, I'm also ignorant about the how it's done in the uh, in the United States. So <laughs> okay, well, really ignorant in this matter. Right. But uh, for me, I'm approaching this as I as I approached my uh, my other artistic projects, which is well, I'm, I'm I'm not sure if I mentioned this. I'm I'm already a published writer. I have a couple of books on Amazon, and um, I, I approach them uh, as an artist. You know, so the same. That's how I approach this comic book. Um, First of all, I create it and do these things, and then I, I find the publisher, and if I couldn't find a publisher, I just find a place to print by myself, so like okay. a printer and publish by myself. So that's how it's done here, and that's how it's done for most of the people here uh, in Gosh. our country. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, no, that's, that seems about the same then. I mean, it uh, doesn't seem very different at all. I, I mean, I'm sure there's some listeners right now going, you fucking idiot, Brian. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I mean, I, I, I don't know because uh, there, I know a lot of – there's this mythos outside of the United States that everybody's on lockdown in their own way, shape, or form, and – you know, everybody that's not in the land of the free and the home of the brave is in some sort of cage. So I wonder, I mean, as far as, you know, creatistic freedoms and things like that, I mean, do you have, there, I was wondering, you know, threshold or, I don't know, I was wondering if there's anything holding you back. I guess that's kind of what I was getting to say or trying to say. I just wasn't verbalizing it very well. But, um, yeah, okay. Well, it's, it's good to know that you're just, you, you don't have those, those, those bars and all of that. It is... You you are able to create this. I love it. I love it. You're not hiding it from anyone. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> cool. This is awesome. So yeah. yeah. Thanks, man. Thanks. I appreciate it. Um, do you have this idea as far as your legacy and comics go? I mean, is there something out there? That, okay, I wanna I wanna get out there. I wanna do this. I wanna finish this. I do have an ending to it. I'm not gonna do it forever, and then I'm gonna move on to this. Or is this? You're you're cool with you know just making this your mark or um, I mean where where do you want where do you see yourself in this industry? As I mentioned, I have a, a full shelf of ideas, <laughs> and each each notebook, some notebooks actually are, are divided into different ideas. So uh, it's like the shelf has another shelf within its shelf. So uh, it's uh, <laughs> yeah. So I have I already have a lot of ideas are prepared, and I mentioned that I did this motion comic uh, comic thing i did actually two episodes but i didn't finish the thing uh i'm i it's already written and ready you know so one day maybe i'm gonna i'm gonna even uh work on that uh, to to make it into a comic um and uh i also already have another idea called ascent uh which is already fully written so yeah i'm i'm, I'm i mean there are so many ideas in my head that if i don't let them out i'm gonna just 
find myself in an asylum or something, you know? <laughs> yeah, I, I love it. For my sanity. <laughs> I, I love it. That, that, that's that's assuring to hear. That's for sure. Um, so you, you, there's no desire or need to go off and play with the big two. You don't need to go off and write Spider-Man. You got your own stuff to write. Or if Marvel hits you up and said, hey, man, I'm going to write some Spider-Man for us. Are you going to, I mean, how, how's that conversation going to go for you? Well, uh, it's uh, it's gonna be a struggle, you know, and and you know, struggle between myself. But honestly, I have a lot of stories I want to tell. So if I have to tell someone else's stories, it's gonna be, uh, you know, it's gonna take it's gonna a much take time for my yes. for my other story. But but if I find myself, I can manage. I'll definitely do it, you know. If, uh, if I can write my stories and other stories at the same time, yeah, I can do that, of course. But right uh, if I have to choose, uh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm going to choose my own stories. That's awesome. Especially since, so, especially since not so many people know uh, stories from our, our culture and our civilization. So I want to tell something from our, our point of view. I want to show the people something different. You know? So that's why. That's that's an incredible answer. I love that answer. Um, I, man, see, you, you, all the more reason. I'm, I'm, I'm loving what you do, man. The more you talk, the, the the more you have me hooked in. That's for sure. I'm sure the listeners are all feeling the same thing. You're just a lovable guy, man. You have all the right things to say. Oh, <laughs> this, this is why I do these things too. It's not just about saying, "Hey, this guy creates this." Um, I'm letting the listeners really know who you are as a person and a creator, uh, just beyond being a creator as well. Um, just how, how your brain works and how you operate. And I, I mean, I. I dissect people as I see them, you know, I, I pick everything apart, I'm, I'm very analytical, and, you know, that's how I determine good and bad, as far as people go, and I'm sure there's a lot of other listeners out there, so the more that you talk, the more people are able to analyze, and the more likable that you come off, which you are, uh, then the, the more people are going to get your book, so th this is, uh, yeah, this isn't me just you know yanking your chain or anything like that this is uh this is i don't know i guess i'm just explaining the method to my madness here um but yeah no you're uh uh you're doing great <laughs> thanks man uh, thanks thanks uh, i was nervous before i started but that feels more comfortable now <laughs> oh no no never be nervous never be nervous you should you should have all the confidence look what you look what you're writing man um so uh there's I I I want to keep talking to you. I want to keep dissecting everything about you. You seem like a like a scholar. Like you're holding back. You're you're there's things that you're not you're you're too humble to tell me. I have a feeling. So um, I'm gonna. <laughs> Uh, I, I'm gonna. I usually do these rapid fire word association types of things, but this time I'm gonna switch it up for you. I'm gonna. Uh, I'm just gonna ask you a few, just just general questions about how you feel as or in, in in comics. I mean, they're gonna be kind of white bread questions, but at the same time, maybe uh, it's still gonna allow uh, myself and the listeners to learn just a little bit more about you. So uh, there's. I, I gotta know, man. I mean, do you have a favorite superhero uh, outside of your own creative work? I mean, who's your who's your guy or girl? Um, guy or girl? Uh, let's see. It's kind of difficult question, you know. When you have that big of universes, not just the universe. <laughs> but I'll tell you who who I was attracted to since I was a child. Uh, uh Batman. 
since I was a Bad kid. Man. And there is, yeah, and the reason why I was, even though I was a kid, you know, there are those superheroes who can fly, who can swing, who can smash into walls. But for some reason, I was drawn to uh, Batman for the simple fact that he's uh, merely human, you know, who gets beating every time, but he keeps getting up and, and that's a challenge, you know. Uh, and that's that's why I was drawn to him, you know. And growing up, it wasn't easy, you know, um, because I was born as an expatriate. So, um, you know, having uh, the uh, inner strength, you know, the strength strength of will. For me, Batman's superpower is his will, you know. And that's why I was drawn to him since I was a kid. And yeah, so I, I would say Batman. <laughs> I, that's definitely his most admirable trait. I would, I am fully behind on that. Um, I, Batman was always, he's always the. If you look at any of my baby pictures, there's always a Batman something in there, uh, oversized Batman, baseball cap. I mean, well, Batman toys. It was everything until I could read, and then it was Iron Man. But Batman was definitely the thing that got me. And I think if it wasn't for Batman, I don't know if Iron Man would have ever happened. You know, I mean, I, I may have never found that interest. So, yeah, I mean, it's uh, that's I I love it. That's a great answer. Um, how about uh, as far as villains go? Is there a villain out there that I, I don't want to say a favorite villain because that's a weird um thing to that's a weird way to put it. But is there a villain out there that you're most attracted to as far as um, storylines or however it may be? I would say Magneto. I like Magneto. Um, I like him a lot. Um, he, uh, his another conviction, very interesting. Yes, can yes, uh, it's uh, a villain. You know, more more. Uh, you know, you know when you start to agree with the villain, that's when when you know that this guy is is, is the good is a great villain. You know, whoever is portraying it, whoever you're reading about it. So, when he start to make good points that's 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 the kind of villain i like <laughs> yeah when you start questioning your own morals like wait a second i like his point more you know i mean we all saw how the whole, the whole thanos was right thing for the longest time yeah i mean it's uh yeah you 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 can uh, you convince enough people and you're not all of a sudden not the bad guy and that's yeah that's definitely an admirable trait i i man you, i like the qualities that you look for in the, in these characters um, what was the last comic book that you read? Uh, it's called Lock and Key. It's not, not a superhero <laughs> comic. Uh, I, at the moment, I'm reading a comic called 13. Uh, I didn't finish it yet, uh, but uh, Lock and Key is the, is the one I just finished. I heard there's a Netflix uh, adaptation of that uh, comic. There, but, there is, yeah. My girlfriend binged it all. She said it was incredible. I unfortunately don't have the time to, to dive into TV like I would like to, but she said it was incredible, and I said, you know, it's a comic, right? Stephen King's son wrote that, and she's like, what? They're like, yeah, everything he loves a comic. You just don't know it. Everything we love is a comic. Nobody knows it, though. Uh, so that's actually, awesome. uh, yeah. the Netflix version, they say it's more family-friendly, but but the comic is is extremely smart. I, I love every everything about it. So yeah, I recommend that you you read it. You read it if you haven't started yet. If you haven't uh, went through it yet. So yeah, it's definitely on my list. My very very big list of things I need to check out. And with the the ever growing popularity of Lock and Key here in the states now, um, because of the Netflix series. Um, it's it's starting to become more mainstream, and it's getting to the point now where I'm the comic book uh, 
air quote guru that hasn't read the thing that all of these other people that didn't know about comics have read now because of a show. So now I got to go back and read this thing. So um, yeah, it's definitely yeah, on my you list. should. <laughs> but I'm also a big fan of Joe Hill too. So he's he's never disappointed me. So yeah, I'm 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 not reluctant by any means. It's just a matter of time. But there seems to be a little bit more time than usual these days. <laughs> I agree, yeah. Um, <laughs> What, tell, what what is 13? Oh, it's uh, actually I heard about it a very long time ago. It's it's, uh, uh, it's actually a Belgian comic and it's inspired by JFK's assassination. Uh, and it's very brilliant. It's uh, it's a mix of Jason Bourne and uh, the JFK thing. Um, and they made it a very beautiful spy thriller comic uh, that keeps throwing curveballs at you every every chapter we read, you know. And it's very very smartly written, and the stories and the characters are are, are memorable, you know. And uh, yeah, I'm still going through this comic, you know. I didn't finish it yet, but it's really smart, smart, well written, and it's very beautiful, you know, to to experience. Yeah. All right, I'm, you definitely have my interest on that. I'm gonna look into that. I have it written down here. Uh, what, what's your favorite single? And now this is probably going to be the most difficult answer uh, or question to answer. Uh, but what is your favorite single issue of a comic you've read? Uh, I forgot what it's called. It's I read it like two months ago. Uh, it's uh, it's Lovecraftian, you know, Lovecraftian horror comic. Uh, it looks back. Yeah, I just remember it's called It Looks Back. But I forgot it the name of the creator. Yeah. All right. It looks back. Yeah, it's, it's really good. It's yeah. <laughs> You're turning me on to some good stuff here, man. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to checking that out. It looks back. I love it. I love when someone brings to my attention something I haven't heard of. This is why indie comics are supreme, man. And this is why they they they, they need to they need more of the voice, man. <laughs> yeah. There's so much good stuff out there that's just getting muddied up by not so great stuff, but with a bigger bankroll, so they're able to be on top for a moment, and it makes it hard for the good creators. And ah, man, um, favorite. Wow, your favorite single issue. All right, cool. I'm gonna check that out now. Who, do you know who published that by any chance? I'm afraid not. Uh, he's self-published. Okay. He's an indie, indie, indie author, oh, indie creator. Right. Yeah. Cool. It's, cool. It's even better. Pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Right on. Right. This is awesome. I love it, man. This, this is great. Um, uh, you have turned me on to some stuff that I can't wait to dive into, particularly the epics of Enkidu. Uh, it, it just it, it sounds amazing. I can't say that enough. I am uh, truly, truly excited about this. I, I, I can't wait till the day that I get to open it up and read it. October is right around the corner. Um, we all know how quick t- quickly the summertime rolls around. Yeah, uh, and by the way, October is my favorite month, you know, because of Halloween. I really love mm-hmm. Halloween, but the problem is we don't have Halloween where I live. Uh, so my Halloween ritual is to watch uh, as much as much horror movies as I can on um, Spooktober, you know. So yeah. What what's your what's your go to? What's the first one on Halloween that you that you you have to see? What's your go to? What's your tradition as far as the the the, the repeat? Oh, repeat wise, I like to. I'm I'm really a big fan of uh, 
Lovecraftian horror. And uh, the movie that that really does well to Lovecraftian ideas is uh, it's called AM uh, 1200. Um, it's it's uh, it's a 40 or 50 minutes long movie but but it's very smartly done uh, and the other movie which is a very terrifying movie it's called the banshee chapter banshee chapter i think or banshee yeah the banshee chapter those two movies are to, the one to go to in uh, spooktober so yeah all right right on see the, these i ask these questions because i look forward to the day that we get a horror book now and then i can go through and realize ah these are these are what he this is what he likes so yes um i i, I you you have a forever follower man uh i'm i've yeah no doubt no doubt well you know <laughs> i appreciate that i do um Uh, I'm gonna tell everybody where they can find you. Um, I'm obvious. I'm going to leave all of the links in the description, especially to the Indiegogo campaign. It's gonna be the first thing you see in the description uh, when this episode does go up. So um, in the meantime, I mean, you, you got any social media plugs, anything like that? Where where can they get a hold of you? Well, sure, you can get a hold of me on uh, Twitter, of course. Uh, my the account dedicated for the comic is called. Hero Autistic, uh, and and then on Instagram, it's Hero underscore Autistic, uh, and if you want to check my writing page, it's A underscore H underscore M N A M I N. Yeah, so that's that's my writing uh, my writing page. Uh, you can check me out anytime if you want to shoot any questions. Uh, you know, check out what kind of a person I am. Just you're welcome to to visit these pages so yeah well i think we all know what kind of person you are at this point this uh 48 minutes has summed up your life completely we all know this is all we <laughs> um no i can't wait to have you on again i have tons more questions this is not going to be the last time we talk i i would expect uh early early next year we'll we'll be we'll be uh, uh scheduling another another call here i would imagine i can't imagine anything can't less wait. than that so Can't wait, man. <laughs> Ahmed Al Amin, thank you so much for your time. I look forward to continuing to follow you. You stay safe in your in your quarantine, and I, uh, yeah, always, always, yes. Um, well, you uh, you take care. Cheers, sir. Likewise. Uh, cheers. All right, there you have it. Another creator has been cornered another interview in the books and as always i learned to love something new i did uh i had no idea who ahmed alamin was before he came to me like i said and it was explained throughout this podcast he came to me with something very intriguing and uh, i do not regret in any way shape or form doing this interview Uh, I, I'm pumped. I'm pumped. I urge you, I urge you, please go to Indiegogo. All of the links will be in the description, of course. Support Epics of Inkiru. I'm telling you, it's, it's amazing. You're gonna love it. You're gonna love it. So, um, yeah, yeah, man, shit. I think this has been a podcast. I got to remind you right after you join the Indiegogo, you got to head on over to patreon.com, patreon.com slash cheers to comics, become an official member of the slurred army. I have t-shirts being printed right now. As soon as those arrive to me, I'm going to change up some tiers 
and ooh, doggies, it's it's gonna be good. It's gonna be good. Um, but just, you could join for as little as a dollar too. A little as a dollar, I'm gonna send you out some stickers. You're gonna get all of the access to all of the ad-free um, episodes that I put up. A lot of those episodes, most of them are put up way early now. I'm really, I got a bunch of sandbagged episodes now. So yeah, get on, get on that. Get on that. Uh, I know I've got a couple of interviews, at least one interview right now. I lose track. One interview on there that's been up there for about three weeks, and that interview is still yet to air. There's only a few people on the entire planet that have access to amazing interviews. And, and for, in order for you to find out who these interviews are, and they're badasses, I'm, I'm telling you. Or at least one of them. Like I said, I lose track. I don't want to say names because I don't remember which one's left on there. <laughs> I lose track. But uh fact is... There's some good ones. One, at least. <laughs> Patreon.com slash cheers to comics. Also, leave uh, five-star reviews wherever you review your podcasts. I cannot tell you how important it is to do so. Um, just trust me. You're just going to have to trust me. If you made it this, part in the, this far in the podcast, then you got to have at least a little faith in me, right? Uh, my, my word is <laughs> golden. Please leave five-star reviews. Please. Um, that wraps it up. It has officially been a podcast. Another creator in the books. I'm so excited. I think I made a friend. I think I made a friend. Uh, on the other side of the planet, too. Might be my furthest friend. I don't know. You slurs, make sure you wash your hands, read responsibly. Cheers, fuckers. Uh, you're listening to Cheers to Comics podcast. This is Mark Russell, and you're listening to the Cheers to Comics podcast. Hey, everyone. I'm Monty Michael Moore, and this is the Cheers to Comics podcast with Brian Wayne. Hey, everybody. This is RJ, Ash, Ray, Brandon, Harrison, and Bronson. We host a Dungeons & Dragons podcast called Realms and Nerds. Some highlights of our show include wreaking havoc in every town we visit, blowing up hot tubs, killing off fan-favorite characters, Hi, necromancers, inappropriate wedding etiquette, and every now and then, actually good storytelling. Join us in the realms of Pridea for fun fantasy adventures. You can find us on Podbean, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or just about wherever you get podcasts.